Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Roots and the City with Jamal the Broker. Happy Friday, wherever you are. (laughs) Today, we wanted to get into a handful of buying myths that we're seeing online, whether it be Facebook, social media, hearsay between you and your neighbors, friends, and family. We want to get into it and just chit-chat a little bit about some of those things. So here we go. The first and probably biggest buyer myth that I've seen and heard is that you need 20% down when you are purchasing. As a first-time home buyer, this sounds absolutely terrifying, as it should. That's a lot of money. You know, the notion that you had to put 20% down didn't even really present itself until, you know, the 50s. It makes sense to me. You want to make your offer and your buying ability as strong as you can. So, you know, what offer is the most attractive? The one with the most money. In reality, people, you know, you don't have to put 20% down. In 2019, actually, when I bought my house, the average down payment was about 6%. And that went up to 16% for people buying a second home or property. Now, keep in mind that if you do pay less than 20%, the lender will probably charge a PMI, that's a private mortgage insurance, and that's just so they can lessen the risk on themselves by from accepting that less than 20% down payment. So again, you do not need to pay 20% down. It's amazing if you can. It's great if you're in a position to pay 20% or more, but it's absolutely not a requirement. Talk to your realtor, Talk with your lender partners and let's see what we can do for you. The next myth is it is cheaper to rent than own. Now, when you're looking at your monthly expenses compared to a down payment and all the things that go into purchasing a home, rent may seem cheaper, sure. But when you are paying on a mortgage, you're buying into and paying on equity of something that you own, your home. When you're paying rent, you're giving all of that to your landlord. So while everybody's freaking out about the seven plus percent interest rates, and you know, reasonably so, it's understandable. Usually if a person is in the market right now and the interest rate goes up a percent, that statistically has shown us that the buyer in that position can afford about 10% less of what they were planning to spend on their home budget. So these are all very valid concerns. But when you're paying rent, you're basically paying 100%. And that's all going to the landlord. Some of you may already be renting and it's just kind of it's easier to say in that position. But again, this is why you get involved with the realtor and our lender partners. And we can help you see what your options are. Your rent may be way higher than planned because those numbers have been going up as well and you know mortgages is just a better situation if we can help you in any way we can so it is not necessarily cheaper to rent than to own talk to us about it let us help you now i know this next myth is going to hit for a number of you the myth being that it's cheaper to buy a fixer-upper um absolutely incorrect. (laughs) I wouldn't necessarily say my home is a fixer-upper, but it was built in 1947. So while it was livable and ready to move in, when we purchased the house in 2019, there were a lot of 
surprise projects that we had to tend to before any of our planned and most desired projects, things like replacing a sewer line, replacing a water line. By the grace of the universe, we had to have our roof replaced and insurance covered that. Thank you to those two hailstorms we had (laughs) in the area. But I mean, come on. I know all of you are watching HGTV, at least most of you. And while we can see these small numbers for the home that they're purchasing, these fixer-uppers in quotes, um, look at how much money they're putting into it. Sometimes it's almost or more than it would cost to buy a new house, what the kind of money they're putting into these homes and spending on them to get them to code, get them to buyer's desires, seller's desires too. You know, people buy fixer-uppers and looking to sell for, you know, fixing up their investments. It's not cheap. You know, be very careful with that mindset when you're looking for a home. It's cheaper to buy a fixer-upper. Not necessarily. If you're not getting the right inspections done before you move into that house, you may be in for a very terrible surprise and mostly terrible for your bank account and wallet. So um, be very careful with that. It's not always the case. Now, another myth, a buying myth that we hear quite a bit, especially from first-time home buyers, is that you have to be debt-free. Now, obviously, we want to focus on our debt-to-income ratio. That's That basically means how much money do you, are you bringing into your home versus how much money you owe. So that's very important, but you don't have to have everything zeroed out before you purchase a home. I'm going to say it again, and I'm going to keep saying it. Talk to your realtor and your lender partners and, you know, get a good picture, a good view of what you can do right now in this moment and, you know, what's available to you. Work with your lender partners and see what programs are available. Do you, what does your down payment need to look like? You may be able to do more than you think you can in this moment. So it never hurts to ask and to check in, talk with your realtor and lender, let them help you figure out what you can do. And the very last one for buying, and this doesn't really make sense to me, but maybe it's just because I know how the process goes and I don't want to shade anybody who doesn't know anything about the real estate business or home buying process, but you should find a home before applying for a loan. I don't, I don't know how that one got into the streets, people, but <laughs> please do not go house shopping before you are pre-approved before you know how you can move forward with buying that property, before you even start looking at houses. And my clients know this. We're not looking at homes physically until we're pre-approved. That's because we don't want to waste anybody's time, especially the emotional cost and the mental cost that this process can kind of take on people. We don't want to add any stress that doesn't need to be there. So let's set ourselves up for success in the best way by knowing what we're approved for, knowing what our down payment looks like, knowing what program we're using, what lender we're using. And then we want to go look at homes and put on an offer. Because if you go and find the house, you're going to have to, you're going to stress yourself out, hoping that no one else takes it while you're just getting started, getting pre-approved and going through the lending process. If you're a cash buyer, that's great. But, you know, do not go looking for the house (laughs) before the financing and other moving parts are in place. Save yourself that time and energy. 
All right. Well, that is all I have for you today. I hope that you um, share <laughs> these buyer myths with all of your friends, family, and listeners, even clients, if there's other realtors listening, because these are things that we're hearing through the grapevine, social media, conversations, whether it be out or you know in family gatherings. So people are talking about these things. Share this episode, share all this info you just learned, and definitely reach out to me with any more questions. All right. I'll talk to you later. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Roots and the City Podcast. Please remember to rate and review wherever you listen to the show and also share it with a friend. Remember, you can contact me at hello at jamalthebroker.com if you're looking to buy or sell a home in Indianapolis or even outside of Indianapolis. You can find me at Jamal the Broker on Twitter and Instagram and at call Jamal the Broker on Facebook. Find more contact information in the show notes and please don't hesitate to reach out if you need me for anything at all. There's no such thing as a stupid or dumb question. So please, please, please do not hesitate. All right. I appreciate you. Talk soon.